Hey everyone, it is James here from Timeline Scavengers. I'm recording this in the interim between uh, people mowing their lawns and being responsible adults in my neighborhood. Um, so if you hear a buzzing, that means that uh, they're on to me and I have to, I have to hurry. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that we are uh, going to be doing our segment of the SNPs, the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase. Uh, our our show will be on on the 17th of September, that's Saturday, at 5.40 p.m. Eastern. So um, it'll be like right um, about the midpoint of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air if you were watching Fox in the late 90s. Uh, and if that, uh, <laughs> if that lineup was on on Saturdays, which it was not. So uh, use your best imagination, perhaps set an alarm other than uh, watch Fresh Prince in the late 90s. Um, and it's going to be a very good time. Uh, we have something lined up that has uh, has caused a lot of work and research. Uh, so you know it's going to be lots and lots of fun. Um, Colin is looking forward to it, um, and I am looking forward to it. So join us at 5.40 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on the 17th of September, and we'll see you then. Uh, Excelsior. Hey everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I am James Anderson, and one of your hosts. Sorry, I am, and I am Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. And we're both on pregnant. This show pauses. <laughs> uh, mine's a boy. Oh. And this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. That's right, Colin, and it's just you and me. It's just a just a, a, a two man mission right now. Um, Man, it feels weird. I feel like well, what's funny is that like obviously when when I go back and do uh, edits, I find that we have way more yeah. episodes where there's no one else. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, before then or whatever. But like in this situation, I literally was thinking like, man. It feels like we haven't done one of those in so long. It just feels like if it's been guest, 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 guest. But that's also because we did a lot of our Just You and Me episodes way in advance. Right. Exactly. And then did all the guest spots like kind of in the middle. Yeah. So it feels very weird to be here. I feel like, do you know when the last time it was just the two of us? Just the two. Do you have that info uh, off the top of your head? Not off the, not off the dome. No. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, today, by the way, Probably is August something. 14th. Uh, the Sorry, August 14th, 2022. Yep. Um, this is the first of three episodes that I will be titling the hotel episodes. Ooh, it's like a special, um, like a special mini series. It is a very special mini series in which, uh, I'm just letting you know that you might hear my microphone shuffling around, uh, because, uh, I am currently displaced from my home temporarily. No big deal. Uh, but <laughs> I did forget to bring a stand for this mic. Um, and I didn't want to hold it. So I have literally shoved it into oh. uh, my shirt oh, like it's a lavalier microphone. Uh -huh. And I just wanted to let people know that I'm going to keep an eye on it. But if I shuffle around, you might hear a little f -f 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 
my little foley work going on yeah. uh, that I might not catch uh, if it's like super super quiet. Right. Um, so it's the when editing the ninth, so. the twelfth, and the sixteenth of September is what we're looking at for release dates. Yeah. Release. So. So it's either going to be completely unnoticeable and you'll go, why did he even mention it? Yeah. Or you're going to be like, okay, and he shifted his weight. Okay, and that's where he leaned over to get his Dr. Pepper. Right. Okay, got it, got it. Um, but uh, in this instance, I feel like, I, I feel very much like I'm in the scene that we're about to talk about. Oh, I feel no. like I'm basically, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes that's a nice thing, listener. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not a good thing here. But what I what I do mean is that specifically I am in, uh, you can't quite see the chair, James, but like I am in like, you know, one of those chairs that you get like in a hotel, right? right? That you, that as you would. Uh, and I just feel like I am basically like I am one like set of rags around my wrists away from being a character in this scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going a different way, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Um, and you got kind of like a lighting situation sort of similar, it sort of feels like. Based on what I can see, it sort of looks like a single... I know it's not, but like, I can't see the light source. Actually, like, hang on, I'm going to move it. It's actually kind of nice. It's actually a little mini chandelier. Look at that. Uh-huh. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Huh? Ooh. Ooh. Well, Colin, we have mm-hmm. a big episode uh, today because it is um, a new episode of Agent Carter. So we got that's not how that music is, but Avengers Ensemble out the wazoo, as uh, Stan Lee okay. might say. Wow, yeah, uh, out the wazoo, New Jersey. No, don't out go the there. wazoo, don't go there. All right, uh, but before we get to any of that, uh, we yes. are watching Agent Carter season one, episode six. You're gonna start at one minute and 17 seconds and end at two minutes and 32 seconds. Here's what happens previously on Timeline Scavengers. Scrawny alternate universe Steve lamented not being strong like Peggy Captain Carter, like it's her nickname, or sobriquet, if you will. (laughs) And Bucky and Howard starred in a buddy-slash-party-slash-vacation comedy with Steve and Peggy in supporting roles. So here's what happened. Four men are sitting in chairs in a room lit by a single overhead light in Russia. They have hoods on their heads. A woman with a gun walks down the line and removes the hoods. A man in a Russian uniform walks in and tells them that they have all been selected to join Leviathan. He says that if anyone would like to decline the offer to speak now, a man speaks up for some reason, saying he has a family. For some reason. This is his first rodeo. (laughs) And last. As he's speaking, we see that one of the men is Fenhoff, the doctor we last saw hypnotizing the Russian soldier to prep him for amputation. The man in uniform has the woman kill the family man with a switchblade, adding that they will also be killing the man's family. The uniformed man asks if anyone else would like to be reunited with their family, and then it cuts away before we see anyone else just not get it. Just like, oh, actually, I was just thinking about it. I do. It's like, come on. Come on, man. Are you kidding? So that's that is. I will say millennials and and uh, and uh, Gen Z are probably like same, bro. Uh, I would I would also be like, hey, you know what? Actually, like I don't even have anything. I'm just go ahead and these chairs suck. Honestly, this just seems easy. Yeah, honestly, this is probably just easier. Just go ahead, (laughs) bro. Honestly, you'd be doing me a favor. And he's like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) no cap. I know exactly. And then he's like, actually, hang on. No, stop, stop. Uh, uh, hench lady, are you okay? Yeah, it was, actually, it was, like, all right, let's just, let's I am take a actually second. concerned. 
I am concerned about. It's like about how you. Uh, I'm starting to like. You know when he's like, I want my Boyd. Uh-huh. In uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah. Trying to be- get that a little bit of that in there, but it didn't quite work out. Anyway, it's like, I'm a bit uh, concerned about uh, how you are uh, so flippant, as they say. <laughs> you um, want some sort of th- diet, Dr. Not Pepper? good for Leo Leviathan. I I love the way that this dude says it, by the way. He doesn't say Leviathan. Yeah. He says, like, Leviathan, right. which is, like, crazy. Right. Uh, it was it's actually... Like Leo Le- Leah Thompson's name before she changed it was Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people know that. So, Colin, before we uh, yeah. get into any sort of who's what and who's done what and sure. what's who doing with where, uh, what are your initial thoughts about this about this scene? Uh, I feel like I've slightly given them all, honestly. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I realize that I've sort of jumped the gun a little bit, but like, <laughs> or the knife. Um but I mean, that's pretty much all it yeah. is. Like, I feel like it, this feels very much like, you know, I'm gonna do that without moving. Um, it feels very much like, you know, whether it's an underground organization or a mob or whatever, like this whole, like, you know, hello, welcome to, you know, the next part of your life. Right. No family ties. Uh, no, you know, like, very much like, I also somewhat feel like, like the the fun thing to me about this is that this room and this scenario splits off in one of two ways, right? right? There are two outcomes. One of them is super seedy, super dangerous. Like, you know, you're going to be killing people like crazy, like assassins and stuff like that. Right. And then the other side is the ones where they're like, you have been selected or you almost were, you didn't quite make the cut. Right. So instead you end up in trust a bro. Oh right! Yes, 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 yes. The the uh, the Russian vampires. Um, yeah. The, wait, right? What do they call them? Is that they call them the Russian mafia? Uh, no. The the, uh, the tracksuit mafia. The tracksuit mafia. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, you end up in like the tracksuit mafia instead. You know what I mean? You either make the cut, or you don't make the cut, or the hench lady makes the cut. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, this goes one of three to ways. Your throat. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was just reading an X Factor comic book. Um, mm-hmm. Just shout out to Layla Miller, who is one of my favorite characters. Um, she knows stuff, and the basically the bad guys are. So, awful. which character is this now? So, uh, Layla Miller is basically. I don't know what the answer is yet, but for some reason she okay. she's able to basically be like. Hey, uh, take this umbrella and go walk over there about 50 paces and wait. You'll see. And then, like, okay, stuff yeah. happened. Like, she once killed a dude basically by uh, breaking the sink ab- or the bathtub above where he was going to be and then, like, loosening, like, wires to electrocute him. Like, she Good just was Lord. like, he's like, now I'm going to kill you. She's like, no, you're not. And then he fucking died. It was absolutely wild so is she a villain nope she's the one that she's the one that uh, alerted everyone to house of m oh okay in in house of m they find this girl that's like uh i know what's going on and then uh emma (laughs) a white queen can emma frost can like basically tap into her and like they go to all these people and they basically like unlock them from the house of m thing um so anyways i'm reading x factor and uh multiple man jamie madrox is the like leader of it and he's meeting with like the bad guy and the bad guy's like Mm -hmm. 
So we want to um, buy. Oh, and they X Factor Investigations. They're like a private eye company. So he's like, we want to buy your company. And he's and Jamie's like, uh, no. And then he's like, no, seriously, we, you know, we'll pay. And then Jamie's like, well, how's your uh, dental? How's your uh, how's your vision? You know, you know, what, what are the Bennies like? And the guy's like, uh, actually, really good. Uh, we have the best dental and like the best vision. It's a really affordable plan. Blah blah. He's like, oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, that was a joke. I, and like, but I, it reads like this, where it's like, all right, Le- Leviathan. All right, that sounds that sounds legit. What's the what's right. your 401k like? What hit me with like those uh. What percentage do you guys match PTO. up? Yeah, exactly. What's the PTO like? Um, and he's like, you don't get that. It's like, ah. but I mean, okay, listen, not not to be that guy. Hydra did actually come to town recently. Hydra was offering two weeks plus, uh, you know, if we wanted to volunteer, like a local like soup kitchen or something like that, like they would give us like, you know, some like volunteer time. <laughs> um, is like, you guys have anything... Are there any kind of like perks? And he's like, "Yes, you and your family don't die." He's like, "Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, still, kind of, you know, work with me here. E- um, either you shut up or we four hundred one kill you." Okay. Oh. Okay, that's very clever. Okay, gonna... I will. T- hang on, you know, let me take that into advisement. <laughs> Listen, do you mind if I go chat with my financial advisor before <laughs> I, you know, fully agree to this? And he's like, "Okay, yeah, you know, actually." Smart decision. <laughs> you must make best. No, I'm kidding. Kill it. Right? Like, um, oh, the reasonable villain switcheroo is uh, is always. Uh, is I do fun. appreciate when they're when when there. It's not often, but occasionally you do get those moments yeah. where someone's like, "Oh no, no, you know what? I totally understand." They're like, "Really?" It's like, "No, of course not." And then they just like you're just like, yeah. like get the guy, and he's like, "It's like okay, okay anyway." Uh, it's like, can you believe that guy? Anyway, and then they just move on. Then you get like the Elena's, where it's like, what, what was that? And you're like, oh no, she's gonna kick her ass. And she's like, no, seriously, dude, what was that? Like, you know, mm-hmm. ugh, so good. Um, I had a question, yep, but I've forgotten it. So give me a moment. Yep. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. Don't it always seem hey, to go? Paradise. Oh, what? Yep. Put up a funky line. Che- che- um, cheeseburger in Paradise. That Joni Mitchell song. Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> they paved uh, Paradise and gave me a cheeseburger from there. Anyway, yep. we. I guess we can just move. Oh, on. I, I. If you I think had of it, to, you know, complete, yeah. Raise your hand, and uh, we'll we'll send the henchman over to get your question. Do you mind if I go into a little bit of a extended Avengers ensemble? Avengers Ensemble. So couldn't get to the joke. Yeah, time, huh? yeah, yeah. Didn't uh, didn't quite get there. Um, I was gonna say my dingo, and that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. So because that'd be dingy. Anyways, um, so here's an Avengers Ensemble. So this episode is called A Sin to Air, like E R R. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a reference to something. I meant to look it up, but when I meant to look it up, I wasn't near a computer. So, there you go. This, uh, hey, listener, if you know what a sin to air uh, is a, is like referring to, if it's referring to anything, you know, chime in. Um, and Colin is not going to look it up, just for the express purpose of you chiming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this aired on, uh, air? This aired uh-huh. on... To uh, February tenth, twenty fifteen, uh, it was written by Lindsay Allen, uh, who also wrote nine episodes of the MacGyver reboot, 
three episodes of three three other episodes of Agent Carter and one episode of Arrow. Uh, it was directed by Stephen Williams, uh, who also directed two episodes of Watchmen, two episodes of. It says Westward. It must be. That has to be Westworld. Uh, one episode of Walking Dead. This is his only Agent Carter episode. Uh, he also directed 26 episodes of Lost and two episodes of Dark Angel. What is Dark Angel? Uh, that was Jessica Alba um, is a secret agent. I've literally never heard yeah. of this. Interesting. Uh, there was a time when I was very... I, I never watched Dark Angel, but I definitely knew Jessica Alba was mm. on Dark Angel. Mm. So... One time I was watching uh, an episode of Love Boat, the new cruise or whatever the Love Boat reboot was, and she was on that. And I was like, who's this? Ah, Jessica Alba, cool. Then she was on Dark Angel for like four seasons or something, and uh, I didn't watch any of it, but I did know she was on it. It was around Alias time, like like a Jennifer Garner alias sort of deal. Yeah, um, interesting. Both okay. on Fox. Huh. Or at least Dark Angel was on Fox. I've... Yeah. I've never heard of yeah. it. I wonder if, if yeah. Okay. Um, she was not an angel. She was just a. <laughs> um, she was actually a, a little little demon. Yeah, a little stinker. Um, a little stinker. All right. So the uniformed man, the you know the 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 guy that's talking, yeah, uh, is played by uh, Demeter D. Marinoff. Uh, he has been in Brooklyn Nine Nine, Scorpion, The Americans, Angie Tribeca, and SWAT. Uh, he was all of these make sense. He was a classical violinist. In 1979, he performed oh. at the United Nations Circle Hall, New York, under the conducting of Leonard Bernstein. Whoa! And uh, that's pretty cool. Demeter's first son, Jordan, was born in December. Was born on December 30th, 2005. He is named after Demeter's mother, Jordana. Basically, um, at the age of eight, Jordan received a black belt from the Kukiwan Olympic Taekwondo Academy in South Korea. Jeez. So yes, yeah. that's that guy. Sometimes uh, I write down the trivia from people just because, like, real quick, yeah. is it is it like Y O R like Jordan or is it what? Uh, with a J? No. They just pronounce it differently. Why Jordan with, with a, a y. y? Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like Jordan Reed or if it's Jordan and Jordan. Right, Jordan, Jordan and Jordan, the the um, that Scandinavian would actually be a Reed great twins. show. <laughs> it's Jordan and Jordan. It's just Jordan on both. Like he does Jordan and Jordan. Yes, it's it's like a parent trap, but right. it's just Jordan Reed yeah. being him and also a Russian him. Right, exactly, exactly the same, but also Jordan. I'm gonna I'm gonna send that into him and go, hey, hey, here's, is this here's anything. Yeah. Can you do something with this? <laughs> uh, the woman with the gun is played by uh, a woman named Bridget Regan. Um, she was on three episodes of Batwoman, thirty-two episodes of Jane the Virgin. One episode of the MacGyver reboot. Uh, she was in John Wick and Sex in the City. Get you a henchwoman that can do both is what I is I guess what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, just real quick, the MacGyver reboot. I watched one episode of, but then he he held a gun on people in the first episode, and I was like, okay, well, boop. That's like his whole thing. That's his whole thing. <laughs> it's like that's Batman's thing, and MacGyver. It's like the two people. Yeah. That are like no guns, MacGyver, and Batman. Right, MacGyver wouldn't do MacGyver stuff if he just shot people. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, same same with Batman. Like he has to do these brutal takedowns and all these gadgets because he's like, a gun would certainly work. 
but not for but me. But a grappling hook to the face isn't a gun. So, whoosh, oh, my God, exactly. my face. Um, well, it doesn't kill them. Right. I'll it tell just you that. maims them. It does. Yeah. yeah. It blinds them. Listen, justice is blind. Okay. Oh, and now so are and, you. Uh, exactly. Uh, speaking of justice is blind, She-Hulk airs August 14th. I mean, not 14th. That's today. August 18th. Featuring cameos from people such as Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Probably. That see, well, no, yes, definitely. Pro- what if they're what if they're lying? Then that would be a real big f you. Uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, by the way, that's the kind of ad reads that you can get if you just sponsor us. And just letting you know. I won't say what if they're lying if you sponsor us. Like I, I my part will be more supportive. And less right. like you're a bunch of liars, unless you don't pay us, in which case you are a bunch of liars. So <laughs> this has gotten away from me. Hey, Colin, do you want to know what yes. kind of gun this lady has? Yeah, what kind of guns this lady has? She has a PPSH forty-one or a Poosh forty-one. Um, that was a spur of the moment joke that I decided to do that I just made up just now. <laughs> Listen, it was good. It's it's a it's a good little joke that you just made up. I I will say. It is crazy how much we got spoiled by Arnim Zola. Yeah. Because once you get like the Zolanator yeah. and the Arnim uh, Arnimil- Okay, yeah. now I can't say Arnim- that. Arnim Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one. Well, it's very difficult to say, but it's still good. PPSH. And then you hear. Sorry. Then you hear PPS. PPSH stands for Pistolet Pulmiot Spagina or Spagina. So. Spaghetti sort of sounds like a like a dish. Like yeah, I will say in Soviet Russia, I feel like that would be a dish that has the word pistol in it. Yeah, like we cannot eat anything left, so you must eat the pistols. <laughs> just like little little Russian Timmy, like trying to slice through a bullet. It's just sparking. They're like they're going great work, Timmy. The camera goes away and you hear. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, don't, don't eat the powder. Wanna... We told you. <laughs> Empty the powder. <laughs> That's on you. And on your, fa- your family. Uh, so it was a uh, Soviet submachine gun used by the Red Army during, during World War II. Calling them the Red Army feels pejorative, but that was just what they were called. Uh, <laughs> it was designed to be easier to manufacture and more reliable than the PPD 38-40 that it replaced. It was a great success in spite of its weight. Uh, you can see it in such movies as Speed Racer, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, a couple of episodes of Mission Impossible, MASH, Stargate SG-1, many Call of Duty games, Fallout 3, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, and Archer. It's in Fallout 3? I don't remember that gun whatsoever. Yep. Well, maybe you didn't unlock it. Oh, I've definitely... I have unlocked everything. (laughs) There are a few games that I think I've spent more time with than Fallout 3. Right. That's what why I included game. it on the list, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know what? I'm sure that's why you added it. No, it's, it's for, it, for, I said it like I was oh, being sarcastic, oh. but oh. I was being serious. I for sure added oh, it because good. I knew that. Okay. Cool. Good, 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 good. <laughs> oh, surprisingly earnest reading from James. Um, <laughs> do you know what's funny to me is how many guns their story is? So the old gun kind of sucked. So we made a new gun. 
<laughs> we called it you this know, gun, this, and then the year we made it. It's not the first time we've we've had this conversation. Yeah. We had this conversation just recently in 1943 yeah. about the gun that's uh, in the hands of the, yeah, the Tommy gun. antique. Yeah, yeah, the Tommy gun. It, yeah, it. I have yet to seen one see one where they're like, we just thought it would you know want to redesign or something. No, they're like, no, the old one it sucked. So now we we shot the people that make that with the new one. Right. It's a little bit like the you know like the the the, te- the apprentice becomes the master or whatever right. it is. What's yeah. the expression? Uh, is that it? The t- uh, teachers become the master. The, student? the students become the master. Yeah, yeah. The student. It's a little bit of that. It's like the student has become the master. The only way to become a master is to kill your right. former master. Yeah, it's the rule of your two. Your new and improved gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Rule of two. And then pew, you pew. find your Sith. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. The rule of pew. Um, <laughs> And uh, only Sith steal in absolutes. Absolutely. Wait. Crap. My God, James. Oh, no. Secret Sith. There's a really great meme, by the Mm -hmm. way, where uh, someone says, someone took that, like, that still shot of him saying, only Sith steal in absolutes. Yeah. And then it cuts to uh, to Anakin saying, but that in itself is an absolute. And then it cuts back to Obi-Wan, but now he very clearly has like dark circles under his eyes. His eyes are also yellow <laughs> and his lightsaber is now red. And he says, did I stutter? And I think that that meme is really, really That's funny. very, very good. It's very good. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Leviathan. Now, mm, what, what, I was, uh, what I'm about to say, we've heard before because of, um, uh, I think, Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. Um, we talked about this in Dum Dum Dugan's episode a little bit, but uh, their first appearance was in Dark Rain, the list, Dark Rain colon, the list hyphen, Secret Warriors number one in October of 2009, uh, which is uh, right where I sort of am in some of the comic books I'm reading, which is wild to be like, it's just, it's wild when some, like, you realize that, that they're going to be doing a whole bunch of retconning in this thing. And as opposed to yeah. like, no, during the 60s, Leviathan was thing. During the 70s, 80s, 90s. No, it's like, no, it's 2009. Guess what? New secret organization. It's Leviathan. Um, so uh, former KGB officers Vasily Desai and Victor Uveroy, along with other intelligence agents, John Garrett, Thomas Davidson, Sh- uh, Shoji Sama, Cornelius Van Lunt, Baron Strucker, Dum Dum Dugan, Nick Fury, Jake Fury, and Daniel Whitehall, Remember, uh, we're called by Leonardo da Vinci, the actual Leonardo da Vinci, um, to form the Great Wheel of Zodiac. So they became this Zodiac, um, like, they each got their names from the Zodiac calendar. Um, Basically, so then they they got all these people together, and then when the split happens, they would form, like, Shield, Leviathan, Hydra, uh, Zodiac, AIM, all these things. Instant Messenger. Mm Mm-hmm. God, I miss it. Listen, uh, Messenger for Facebook is decent, right? Like, I actually, like, I kind of can't stand Facebook, but Messenger is honestly a pretty great app, in my opinion. But, boy, do I miss AIM. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. I just, I moved my hand and my phone, not my phone, and Zoom started to recognize this as raising my hand. Oh. Wait a minute. If I keep it, oh, my gosh, wait. That was incredible. Is there a little circle? No. Filling for you? No. Hang on. Oh. 
maybe you are because you already hit the raise hand. It's now like seeing you as like this person's gonna need to raise their hand. Oh, you know what it also is is if you go to reactions, you mm-hmm. see the little arrow mm-hmm. next to it. There's something that says recognize hand gestures. I bet you mine's on by default. Okay. <laughs> Which hand gestures? Let's see. Does that do anything? Yeah. Just, no. It just it shuts. It like disconnects just, the call. Yeah. <laughs> Go, oh, okay. Oh. So you hate this person? <laughs> they, they end the call. Don't show that to high schoolers. But like, this is so cool because now this is interesting. It does not recognize this hand, but it does that hand. Huh. Hang on. Okay, try it now. I'm gonna try it one more time. Is there like a little symbol that has like a hand in it? No. Nope. Weird. Wait. That's so bizarre. Anyway, so, sorry. Okay, that's, so that's all nothing. <coughs> when, content, we, but. when we talked about Dum Dum Dugan, it didn't have um, details on. We basically these two guys from the KGB stole some technology and formed, like they're like they basically broke up Zodiac because they uh, ripped off Zodiac, and I have some more details about that. It says after only a few key missions for Da Vinci. Uh, he would provide them resources that would be of great value to their own separate agendas. Uh, Vasily took part in an operation along with John Garrett, Kraken, and Shoji Soma to infiltrate an ancient brood vessel, brood vessel in Giza, Egypt, and acquire its power source. The mission was a success, and Vasily began conspiring with Victor. Together, they betrayed the Great Wheel and stole the technology their missions had acquired. The combination of the brood power source with stasis pods Victor had acquired allowed them for the creator, creation of a superhuman... So basically, after the Great Wheel broke up, they tried to do Leviathan, and they got they kept getting shut down by like Hydra and Shield and all these things. So they went. Vasily underwent the process of um, basically getting powers through the stuff they'd stolen, and he became a guy okay. named Magadan. And Victor became Orion. Their installation was attacked by Hydra. When Baron Strucker severely wounded Victor, Magadan, which again his name is Orion, we just established that, but okay. Magadan rushed him into stasis to save his life, but the superhuman but the superhuman process could not be carried out after Hydra had stolen the brood power source. You know, Magadan attempted to retrieve the power source in order to revive Orion, even going so far as to kill Shoji Soma. However, where Soma hid the power source could not be determined. After this, Magadan and Leviathan went dark for many years. At some point, a hundred thousand of the Eastern Bloc's finest Cold War agents simply disappeared one day. They had been taken to a facility known as Cold Storage, where they were placed in cryonic suspension until they were needed. During the Dark Reign, when S.H.I.E.L.D. had been disbanded in favor of Hammer, and Hydra was tied up fighting the renegade Nick Fury, Nick Fury, Leviathan decided to strike, dealing Hydra a massive blow. This became a massive three-sided war between Hydra, Leviathan, and Nick Fury, and the Howling Commandos PMC. With each side suffering substantial losses, the Howling Commandos have, all, have been all but wiped out while both Hydra and Leviathan had been substantially reduced in size, with relatively few operating agents remaining on either side, Nick Fury contributed to Leviathan's defeat by remotely tapping into the activation systems that brought the Leviathan soldiers out of hibernation, feeding them so much energy to ensure that they only would have a short lifespan and only Orion remained. So so you're telling me, though, that th- this had to have been within the last couple of it years. Was, so it would be like right? 2000, yeah, 10, 11 area sort of stuff. Oh, that still feels early to me that's surprising that they were able to call their shot so well of a russian guy named maga dan 
That's very good. That's, that's <laughs> James is, James had to cover his face for a second there. Upsettingly good. Because <laughs> uh, <sighs> also, like that joke would be like, I guess, kind of funny, but not nearly as funny if he wasn't like a Russian, right? Like secret agent that dude. stole, yeah, like, secret agent, yeah, that stole stuff, like. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, U.S. secrets and shit. Yeah, yeah that's great. Exactly. Uh, Donald Trump should go to jail. F- what is that? One hundred percent. Quick question: yeah. um, What is the difference between like the Leviathan here? Stop. Sorry, I can't do that. It's gonna recognize me as gesturing. Um, but what's the difference between this Leviathan and the Leviathans that are like the creatures of like the deep? You know what I'm right. talking about? Yeah. Um, they both reference the Bible. Isn't that a, is that a book, by the way? Is that one of the books? No, that's Leviticus. Um, in mm. the Old Testament, Leviathan appears in Psalm seventy-four, fourteen, as a multi-headed sea serpent that is killed by God and given as food to the Hebrews in the wilderness. In Isaiah 27, 1, Leviathan is a serpent and a symbol of Israel's enemies who will be slain by God. I'm sorry, you say multi-headed creature? Yeah, multi-headed sea serpent. So what you're saying is, is if you cut off one head, I don't know that it had that that particular power. But it sounds a lot like a hydra. It sounds a lot like Pretty a kraken. Crazy. Too. True. Uh, well, does a kraken have multiple heads? No, but oh, it's a sea okay. creature. Fair, sure. Because so, to me, like Leviathan, before this, right before Marvel, yeah. To me, the only Leviathan I knew was the Leviathan in, uh, Adla- uh, what's it called? The Search for Atlantis, or what? What's the what's that Disney? Oh, movie? the one where the gun appeared, uh, Atlantis: The Lost Empire, which featured the PPSH forty one. Oh wait, was that in there? Yeah, that's crazy. That's hilarious. <laughs> you got Leviathan. You got that gun. They don't. Right. You don't not see it that. Makes gun. so much sense. Um, no, they weren't in this. We're talking about the Russians, right? This uh. It says as a term. You said we don't not see. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it says the word Leviathan has come to refer to any sea monster, and from the early 17th century has also been used to refer to overwhelmingly powerful people or things, comparable to behemoth, oh. also a biblical term. Okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I guess. As a okay. term for a sea monster, it has been used of great whales in particular, e.g., in Herman Melville's Moby Dick. Although in the first Hebrew translation of the novel, translator Eliyahu Bertinker chose to translate whale to tanin, intending to refer to another sea monster, although in modern Hebrew usage, tanin more commonly translates to crocodile, and leave the word Leviathan as it is, nodding to the ambiguity of the word in modern Hebrew, in which the word now simply means whale. Huh. Interesting. Oh, the extinct genus Leviathan bears its name, which was a... uh, Macro reptorial sperm whale. It's oh, the L. Melville. All right, all right. Biologists of the 19th century, we got, we got it. You like Moby Dick? We see. Got it. Okay. But that is all I have. Just sort of, we introduce sort of the concept of Leviathan. I don't know if we'll see them later. He said, saying that this is a flashback in an extant, in upcoming show. Yeah. Um. But uh, that's all I have. If you want to yes. uh, toss the kid, <sighs> the kid in the river, river, I don't know if he's yep. been, you know, if he's, if he's this guy's family. I'm not sure. But well, let me tell you this: this one doesn't know how to swim. Listen up, folks. 
there is something that is very near and dear to me um, that is bigger than this show. Mm. Uh, And that is the Scavengers Network, which is what we are a part of. And so that's why I would like to recommend to to you today the patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just two dollars a month or more there's no limit uh you can help our podcasting dreams come true um we use the money from these patreon things to do things like pay for our website to pay for the hosting fees for the podcast um and uh just for basically anything else that you know comes up that is a expense for the network uh and helps us run things smoothly so that we're not having to pay for all of it out of pocket. Um, and the more that you give, the more opportunities that we are given uh, and more things that we can do. Uh, so please, if you would love to support us and also get a bunch of bonus content, uh, there is months and months of bonus content on there at this point. You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Uh, and with that, I would like to bid you all adieu or Das Vodanya, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, and say, uh, see you later, alligator, which is another thing for Tahin or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what that T- outro T- was. T- I'm sorry. Tanin, was it Tanin yeah, or Tahin? It was T A N I N. Oh, Tanin. Okay. Yeah, that thing. You know. Anyway, that's going to do it for us on this episode. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior! The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.